Hallelujah. Give Jesus a hand. How many of you know we didn't plan that song this morning or tonight to go with that? And so this is, I want to title this little mini message tonight, New Minds for Your Glory. Because that's what we're going to talk about a little bit tonight. New mind, give us new hearts and new minds for your glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, worship team. That is awesome. Lord, we just praise you for new minds, for your glory. And Lord, as we get into your word tonight, we thank you for renewing our minds and encouraging, exalting us of your vision for your church. Lord, it's your church. Therefore, it is supernatural. And there are things we haven't even experienced yet because it's your church. And with you, things never stay the same. Thank you for supernatural, divine interventions, connections, and surprises. Thank you for the excitement of living the life of faith. Thank you for new minds for your glory. Oh, Thank you, Lord. We're losing our old minds and getting our new minds. Losing our old thoughts. Because your thoughts are so much higher than ours. Oh, new minds for your glory. In Jesus' name. You receive that? Wow. Wow. That, go, that, that is a perfect title for the message tonight. And uh, if you have your Bibles, I'm just going to share a few minutes with you. But I do want to just, new minds for the glory, Ephesians chapter 2. I'm going to read out the Amplified here, Ephesians chapter 2. And I just want to encourage your hearts about his mind, about his church. And, you know, people will go around and they say, well, you know, especially preachers to tell you, oh, you need to have that preacher. He knows how to do church. You need to have that, go to that church. That pastor knows how to do church. And they all talk about pastors know how to do church. People know how to do church. Jesus knows how to do church. And he says, I will build my church. And I'm just glad to be a part of his church and a part of his body. Hallelujah. But Jesus knows how to do church. He knows how to go in church and the demons start hollering. Hallelujah. He knows how to get in church and the dead are raised. He knows how to get in church and the blind start seeing. He knows how to church and he knows how to wreck, up, wreck us up, mess us up, raise us up. He knows how to do church. And so I just want to encourage you with a few things here tonight. Ephesians chapter 3. Uh, let's look at, uh, I'm sorry, Ephesians chapter 2. We'll get to 3 later. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 7. And this is the message. No, this is the Amplified. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 7 in the Amplified. And he did this, that he might clearly demonstrate through the ages to come. I want to tell you something. It says through the ages to come. He's not through working yet, church. The church is not going down. The church is not close to defeat. The church is not closing down. The people are not losing victory. We're not losing ground. He says he's going to demonstrate. Nobody's going to get the credit. Even what we're going to see in this country, I pray Tuesday night we were breaking about the blessing, the a power of the blessing that breaks the curse. And Abraham told the king who wanted to give him a lot of things. He says, I don't want you to give me nothing. I don't even want shoelace from you. That anybody would say that this king made Abraham rich. But all the glory is going to come from God. So whatever condition this country is and what you're going through right now, you may be wondering, how am I going to get blessed? Well, nothing, nobody's going to get the credit but the Lord Jesus 
Jesus Christ. And he says here, he says, oh, that, that he might clearly been demonstrate. It's just not going to be a little. It's just, all we've ever seen is a little bit of sprinkling. But he's going to clearly demonstrate through the ages to come the immeasurable, limitless, surpassing riches of his free grace, his unmerited favor in his kindness and goodness of heart toward us in Christ Jesus. Everybody say to the ages to come. That word, the ages to come, it speaks about and it talks about the immeasurable Get ready. This word in the Greek also means mind-boggling. I mean, uh, I'm ready to be blown away. How about you? Huh? He says, in the ages to come, people who have not even been born yet, people who are not expecting it, even in the least likely places, I'm about ready to do something. I'm about ready to bring the saints all the way to the top. Huh? Mind-boggling. Listen, it, it means beyond measure, limitless unlimited surpassing listen to this it means beyond what you've ever experienced before and listen i haven't seen and i tell god all the time i cindy and i have not seen a lot of things to what to the limits we've seen it on the mission field we haven't seen a lot of the glory manifested yet in the 10 years we've been here like we did on the mission field but it's coming because he said that he saw through the immeasurable ages to come. He, that even Pineville in central Louisiana was going to be hit with the glory of God. And that the things that, we haven't, things that we've experienced is nothing compared to the things I know that we all are going to experience together as the church continues to go forward. Some of us, some of you have not ever experienced what we've experienced in getting this land, building this building, going from building to building. Some of y'all have been from the uh, military highway, then by the post office, and then when we bought this land and seen the building come up, but we haven't seen nothing yet. Can you imagine the big buildings and, and the prayer garden and everything that's coming? I tell you, it's something, but more than that, it's about... The people coming and grabbing these prayer requests, standing in the gap, and these people getting healed, and people coming back and said, Pastor, I pray for this person, and they're not in the hospital anymore. And it's about a ministry of the church body getting it done, immeasurable, unlimited, surpassing. If you've experienced anything you've experienced up to date, some of y'all say, Boy, I remember this. Well, listen, he's ready to surpass that. Any experience you've ever had in prayer or with the word or in the supernatural, he's ready to surpass any experience. Don't you ever say, I've had the best. I remember the best. No, listen, he's able to surpass anything you've had up to date. And I'm ready for more. How about you? Amen. So there's so much more. And I want to read to you this. I'm going to give you some scriptures in the book of Acts. Acts chapter 4, verse 33. Let me just read this to you. And with great strength. Say that with me. Great strength. Not talking weakness here. Not talking about a little bit of strength. It says, and with great strength and ability and power. Say that with me. Great strength. Great ability. Great power. It says that the apostles delivered their testimony to the resurrection of Jesus Christ. That's what God is doing within the children's ministry, the youth ministry, in the singles ministry, in the college ministry. Though you have not seen everything yet, there is a surpassing greatness that God is supplying His people and is going to supply you with a greater measure of ability, of power, and great strength that you are going to be able to be capacitated to go into areas that you've never gone before to receive more 
of the glory, more of the anointing, more of the presence, more, more power of the demonstration of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. That word surpassing means never done yet. Not recorded yet. Listen, I, my wife and I, we have, I don't know how many bookshelves in, the, in our offices in our home. I mean, I, 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 I know we got over a dozen bookshelves. And on those bookshelves, there are books by John G. Lake and Smith Wilgersworth and Billy Graham. And, and you name it, we got books from beginning to now. But yet, he says, I'm going to surpass everything and anything that anybody's written. You think the greatest revivals have passed? The greatest revivals are yet to come. Hallelujah. Because our God is not a God of yesterday. He's a God also of today and tomorrow. And he's going to surpass that. Never done yet. Never recorded yet. There are things not yet recorded. Your loved one's getting saved. It's already recorded by faith. Miracles you're believing God for, it's already recorded by faith. You keep believing God for that. And it talks about special tokens of God's favor. In other words, in God's favor, God and you, say God and me, will always have the advantage. With his ability, his power, and his great strength, you'll always have the ability through the name, the blood, and the word, and the spirit of Jesus Christ. You'll always have the advantage. You'll always have the advantage over all the power of the enemy because he said that you were able to tread upon serpents and scorpions. He said that he'll give you authority, dominion, and might. He said that he'll give you power over all the power of the enemy. So you've got to remember, you and God have an advantage. And you may say, but this thing I'm going through with my body, that's all right. You and God have the advantage. You keep standing by faith and you keep believing God. Let me give you another scripture here. Acts 4.16. This is the Amplified Bible. It says... For an extraordinary miracle has been performed. See, if we're going to have minds for his glory, we got to think in areas of his glory. And I love these scriptures in Acts because this is the type of church he built in the beginning. This is the type of church he's coming back for. And he says, for an extraordinary miracle has been performed. How many of you know your life is not going to be ordinary? Your miracles are not going to be ordinary. If you're believing God for something and you really got your heart on for something and it seems to be taking a little bit of time coming and you don't know how it's going to come, it's because you're not getting an ordinary miracle. God is setting you up for a supernatural miracle. It's going to be beyond ordinary. Do you believe that? It also means unusual. And listen to this. It means a time for first things. A time for first things. Man, that's never happened to me before. Well, praise God, you're finally getting to where God wants you to that next level. A time for first things. My husband never did that before. A time for first things. My wife's never told me that before. A time for first things. My children never did that before. A time for first things. Man, my body hasn't worked like that in a long time. A time for first things. Now look with me in Ephesians chapter 3. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 14. And I want to continue in the Amplified. Ephesians 3, verse 14. Well, this is good, huh? Ha! Glory to God. This is good stuff. Ephesians chapter 3, 14. For this reason. For this reason. You, you need, whatever you're going through, you say there's a reason. There's a reason. Seeing the greatness of this plan by which you are built together in Christ. 
So you're just not going through what you're going through. You're being built up in Christ through it. You are learning and you're getting the mind of glory while you're going through it. You're being built together in Christ Jesus. You're not only one with him, but you're becoming one in mind. You're becoming one in body. You're becoming one in spirit and one in soul. Being built together in Christ, I bow my knees before the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 15. For whom every family in heaven and on earth is named. That Father from whom all fatherhood takes its title and derives its name. Verse 16. May he grant you out of the rich treasury of his glory. Minds for his glory now. The rich treasury of his glory to be strengthened and reinforced. Say that with me. Strengthened. And reinforced. Say it again. Strengthened and reinforced with mighty power, mighty power in the inner man by the Holy Spirit Himself indwelling in your innermost being and personality. Wow, it even says personality. May Christ through your faith actually dwell, settle down, abide, and make His permanent home in your hearts. May you be rooted deep in love and founded securely on love. That you may have the power, that you may have the power, that you may have the power and be strong to apprehend and grasp with all the saints what is the length and height and breadth and depth of that love. Now, verse 19, that you may really come to know practically and through experience for yourselves. Experience for yourselves. See, that's what a strong church is. Not the testimony of the pastor who visited the person in the hospital, but the testimony of the sheep who visit the sick in the hospital and they raise them up. That you may experience for yourself. You see, I'm telling you, this year you're going to see people go to a whole nother level because the whole body is getting incorporated and involved. And it says that you may experience for yourself the love of Christ, which far surpasses mere knowledge without experience. That you may be filled through all your being. Into all the fullness of God may have the rich measure of the divine presence. Somebody say the divine presence. The divine presence and become a body. Yes, Lord, we want to become a body. Holy filled and flooded with God himself. Is that powerful? Verse 20 says, now to him who is by consequences of the action of his power that is at work within us, is able to carry out his purpose and do super abundantly. Somebody say that word. Man, that makes some cool t-shirts. Super abundantly. Far over and above all that we dare, dare. Somebody say dare. Dare ask or think. Infinitely beyond our highest prayers, desires, thoughts, hopes, or dreams. Man, Oh, somebody's ready to dream in glory right now. Oh, highest prayers, hopes, desires, thoughts, and dreams. To him be glory in the church and in Jesus Christ throughout the generations forever and ever. Amen. Dare to be strong enough in mind, bold and courageous enough. It means to be adventurous. God, many God is for the unusual. Amen. Unusual. I mean, we're going through unusual times right now. Haiti and everything that's going on, the economy, unusual times. But guess what? Unusual times is time for God shows and teaches us by experience how great and how awesome he is. Amen, church. Amen. Now, I want to go to Acts chapter 19. Acts chapter 19. I love the book of Acts because that's the image of the church. Acts chapter 19, verse 11. This also will be the Amplified. 
pretty much says the same thing Acts 4.16 does because it's, this, is, this is God. This is the church. Acts chapter 19, verse 11, the Amplified says, And God did unusual and extraordinary miracles by the hands of Paul. Do you take that tonight? The Living Bible says God gave Paul the power to perform unusual miracles. The message says God did powerful things. Somebody say powerful things through Paul. Things quite out of the ordinary. Things quite out of the ordinary. So I believe that the unusual, the extraordinary things out of the ordinary is about to be performed in Jesus' name. Amen. Just like we got the news. Hallelujah. Our, our brother. Another, in, in one week, we got the news of two miracles in, 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 in bladders. No cancer. They said there was cancer and no cancer. You heard like we, last week the testimony. All they had to do was scrape out the dead roots. I'm telling you. Out that, that, but that, that's already been reported. Now, now we're going to see greater things. Amen. Hallelujah. How many are ready to see the dead raised? Amen. Amen. Come on. I believe it. I believe it. Praise God. We're just doing what we usually do and get results in an unusual way. It's God moving through supernatural sources. Uh, this is something we got to remember. God is a responder. He said, ask and you shall receive. Knock, and it shall open. Give, and it shall be given. You move, and I'll respond, says the Lord. Amen. Now, you say, how can I believe God for the unusual and the extraordinary? Well, didn't he say in his word that we are a peculiar people? Don't we serve the God who turns water into wine? Don't we serve the God who sent manna and fed over three million? Don't we serve the God who opened the sea with just one breath from his nostril? Don't we serve the creator, the God of all heavens and earth, who all the servant had to do was strike the waters with his mantle and the waters part, and they walked across on dry land. All Moses had to do was raise his stick. Or don't we serve the God of the supernatural that Dagon, uh, before the Ark of the Covenant fell down on his face, and the second or third time they picked it up, when they went to back to look, he was broken, his head, his hands, which means his authority, his power, has nothing before the presence of God, and that's whose presence we have, and the, the power of the Holy Spirit that's alive within you. And then I'll finish with Acts chapter 8, verse 13. Acts chapter 8, verse 13. I love this. It says uh, in the Amplified Bible, in Acts 8, 13, it says, Even Simon himself, how many you know Simon was a warlock? It says, even Simon himself believed after being baptized, devoted himself constantly to him and seeing signs and miracles of great power, which being performed, he was utterly amazed. I, I love the message here. It says, and Simon, who was the wizard, so fascinated with all the God signs. Somebody say God signs. God signs and miracles that he would not leave Philip's side. You, you, you saw how even this morning how the crowd's growing, how it's been growing. I'm believing it's not you're not seeing an influx of people come and then later on leave. Because the, the crowd is growing with the glory and with the blessing and with the presence. And as the presence is growing, the people are growing. And I believe just like with Simon, they're seeing and sensing things in such an extraordinary, unusual, 
unexperienced way in their own life. That it doesn't matter what they have not experienced or was not done in the past. This is God. No matter how I feel, no matter what I've experienced before, this is God and I'm going with it. And they won't be leaving just like this wizard, ex-wizard couldn't leave Philip's side. Why? Seeing the extraordinary miraculous of God. Miracles are coming and people are sharing about what God is doing. Power is being manifested. People are being healed. Because he is Lord over the church. And there, there's a couple that came from Houston. I met them a, a, a Wednesday night. And they, and they said what so many people are saying. They've been saying for a while now. Man, there is something about ready to happen in this area. Something is getting ready and we keep hearing it. And God keeps sending new people saying, man, something's going to happen in this area. They came from, this guy came from a church of 10,000 people. He was a youth pastor there. They were here Wednesday night and they said, God is getting ready to do something here in this area. There's a divine setup for the unusual and the extraordinary of God. Amen. Come on, give the Lord praise. Hallelujah. Glory to God. How many know it's extraordinary that I only went 15 minutes? Huh? I got some people rooting me on. Yay. Does that mean go on or that means you did a good job? Stop. Hallelujah. Oh, man. Well, this, was a, this ought to be enough to fill you up till Tuesday night where you ought to be here for prayer. Boy, prayer is good. Huh? What'd you say, little preacher? These are some good hours? Yes, it is. Hallelujah. These are some good hours. Hallelujah. Let's stand. And I just want you to right now focus your mind on the glory and the presence and the majesty of God. Oh, just focus on His presence, on His goodness. Get your faith out there. By faith, have you, get your faith out there. And, and expect extraordinary experiences. Things to experience you've never experienced before in your prayer life. It could be angelic visitations. It could be visions. It could be dreams. There may be things that you've always wanted to do, wanted to see, and never have. That you think, I'm too old, it's never done. No, you're never too old. Abraham was 90, then he was 100, and he still was having dreams and still having kids. You just get ready to expect the extraordinary. Expect to feel the presence of God come on you and break you, and as you fall on your face alone in your living room or in your closet, and you experience the presence of God, just just. Just expect to feel his presence hit you from the top of your head to the soles of your feet. And expect that that divine power, that indwelling power of God flowing in you to break things off of you and bring you into new things and cause you to see things you've never seen before. May you put your faith to experience things that your eyes have not seen nor has it entered into your heart yet. Get ready to experience the supernatural power of God personally as we read tonight in a new way a new level let's get ready to see something happen in the worship to where the entire congregation as it was with Solomon is going to fall under the power of God 
get ready to experience it. There's going to be a shout so loud and there's going to be a cry so loud that the people across the parking lot's going to wonder if it's an earthquake or it's the church. Oh, Lord, everything that's been recorded has not yet been recorded. For we praise you for the new, the extraordinary, the unusual. That your power and your ability be manifested in the life of every individual personally. I pray that there will be such an anointed upon the young people, the teens, the children, the college age. There's going to be such a presence that the presence is going to walk with them and go with them into the rooms, in the Sunday school rooms. And I pray that the teachers, as it has been done in the past, teachers are going to shake under the presence and the power of God. That they won't even be able to speak their lesson because the presence of God is going to be strong. And revival is going to hit schools. And instead of the news talking about the bad that's happening, uh, this, our, our news is going to speak about the good that's happening. That, that, that there's a revival in the school. There's prayer meetings. There's glory. The glory of God. That they're not only going to church to experience the glory. It's in the classrooms, the school rooms. It's in the home. It's in the parking lot. It's in the grocery store. It's in the hospitals because the army of the Lord is marching on. Lord, I praise you that we can hear the sound of that rain as Elijah prayed that day. And we can see the cloud, even though it's the size of a man's hand, is coming to flourish. So right now, I praise you for your presence over each and every one here. Your healing presence. Your victorious healing. Inner healing. Physical healing restoring power ability and might doing the unusual in joints and bones and marrow moving within the eyes in the brain cells in the organs I praise you for renewing the youth and Lord Moses experienced that and his eyes did not grow dim even at 120 Caleb experienced that in 88 he was ready to have another war and take more mountains may we experience the force of that power within us to better walk in that new life of power and resurrection. I prayed over each and every one tonight. And the body says, amen and amen. Go ahead and give the Lord praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen, I want to encourage you. Prayer Tuesday night. Mm, there's a presence. Wednesday night, the book of Romans. There's a presence and there's a teaching. You always get something when you come to hear the word line upon line, precept upon precept. Sister Ethel, come on. to trust him he'll be all right yes. 
<laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. That is a huge thing. Not everybody can know what it was about, but it was a huge thing, and God is so good. That's awesome. Hallelujah. Well, listen, we're going to be here to pray. If you have any needs, we'll be here to pray with you. We love you. We bless you. Go ahead and enjoy your afternoon and do whatever else you got to do this afternoon. And uh, we, will, uh, we will see you Tuesday night and Wednesday night. We love you. We bless you. You are dismissed. And if you need prayer, we'll be here to pray with you. God bless you. Amen.